out to Walker, Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai, and Dane's gone through, Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game, the Panthers are going to be first after this, it's been ugly, they've been far from their best, Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top, Katara, the trick finish. Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. On this one, guys, I'm going to be answering all of your questions from the Q&A I popped on my story one day ago from right now. A uh, bunch of questions. I'm really pleased to see how many questions we'll put in here. I'm going to get started straight away. First one here from Riley Durkin underscore or Riley Durkin, Dirk's daddy, Riley Durkin. Roosters for 2022. Um, I think they're going to go really well. I think recruitment is going to be a big thing for them. Um, obviously, they've signed Connor Watson, who we'll dive into a bit later. They've signed... Um, that Renafa Tony guy who looks really, really good. Paul Monorowski comes into the squad as well, returning to the Roosters. Uh, hasn't been there since I think it was 2017, 2018. Um, but he comes back into that squad as well. I think that is really going to suit the Sydney Roosters. I think Paul Monorowski brings a lot of, a bit of, not a lot of, a bit of premiership experience. Obviously, he's won two premierships now, one with the Storm and one with the Penrith Panthers. This guy would know the big systems. This guy would know how to get it done against teams like the Melbourne Storm and like the Penrith Panthers because he's played for them and, and now he uh, knows that pretty much knows their plays inside and out. So, look, Roosters, they are going to be a force to be reckoned with in 2022 and I can't wait to see them go. Next one here is from Steve Roach 69. What do the Warriors need to be a top eight team? I just think they need some experience and... Oh, look, I think Ashley Taylor comes in as a really underrated signing. Um, he's been with the Brisbane Broncos, who used to be a big premiership um, winning force. Um, but that was much, much earlier on before Ashley Taylor went there. He's obviously been in that system. He's played for the uh, Gold Coast Titans for a few years now. He, he's he been playing for a few years. He's been playing for a few years. He sort of got used to the game, the tempo and whatnot. I think the Warriors will um, benefit from him really well. He's obviously on a train and trial deal, so whether we see him play much footy in 2022, I don't know, uh, but I think he'll be a great signing. I just think they honestly need some experience in that side. I think they need a few guys to come in, especially an experienced half um, or even just one that knows how to calm the team down in the big moments and uh, and get them ready Um in those big moments, I think that their forward pack is quite set. They've obviously got Adam Fanua Blake, um, Ben Murdoch Masilla. They've got some big names in there. I think they are just a force to be reckoned with in the in the front row, back row, um, all in in the forwards area. I think they just need a good, solid, experienced halves pairing. Most underrated and overrated uh, players. This comes from Harry A. Barnes. Um, Ah, oh, most underrated players. Ah, oh, off the top of my head, I would have to go. I think I think Kalen Ponga's quite uh, underrated, uh, especially for the talent that he has. He was out a lot this season uh, due to the that devastating groin injury. 
Uh, I think he's quite underrated, and he was definitely underrated this season. Many people weren't rating him because he wasn't actually playing. Just wait for 2022. He's going to be a force to be reckoned with. He is just such a talented player, and I can't wait to see him in 2022. Another guy that people don't really think about that's quite underrated going into 2022 is Jamal Fogarty as well. He comes into the Raiders system that two years ago were in a grand final, um, and he's playing um, basically origin and international quality players. You've got Jack Whiten, who's been playing origin for the past three years. You've got um, Charles Nickel Klockstad, who has played a lot of Kiwi football. Uh, Josh Papali'i, who also plays for the Queensland Maroons. We're getting some origin and some international talent in this squad. I think Jamal Fogarty is going to be very underrated coming into 2022, just purely because of the fact that we didn't really see the best of him at the Gold Coast Titans. And while we did see really, really good glimpses, and why I think he's... Uh, this is mainly the reason why I think he's so underrated is because he wasn't with the best squad in in 2020, 2021. And as much as you don't want to believe that, it's true. They don't really have that much experience. Um, and to prove that, their spine going into 2022 without Jamal Fogarty and without Ashley Taylor are all under the age of 25. So they don't have much experience in that club. Um the only experience they really had was Proctor, Fogarty, and sort of Ashley Taylor. Um, but other than that, they really lacked that experience at the Gold Coast Titans. He's going to come into this Raiders squad. We've got Jack Whiten, who's played a, a long stint, uh, not a long stint, but he's played his fair share of football. Josh Papali'i as well. Um, this guy won Player of the Year for the Raiders three years in a row. Um, there's heaps of guys that I could name that I'm just not thinking about going into this Raider squad uh, that will really suit Jamal Fogarty. The main one is Jack Whiten, just because Jack Whiten wasn't freed up that much when uh, George Williams left, when Aiden, uh, when Aiden Caesar left, when George Williams left, when he was stuck with guys like Sam Williams and Matt Frawley, who, with all due respect to them, and while they are great players coming through, uh, they just aren't what... A guy like Jack White needs. I think Jamal Fogarty is that guy, and I think Jamal Fogarty is definitely very underrated going into 2022. Overrated players, I think. Um, oh, that is a tough one. That is a real tough one. Overrated. Can't really think of any guys off the top of my head that are uh, that I would class as overrated. I think that most players in the NRL have a really fair rating. Uh, in terms of what people think about these guys. Uh, but there are plenty of guys in the NRL at the moment who are extremely underrated. Another question here from Harry A. Barnes. Future origin captains. Um, we've obviously heard that Cameron Murray is a potential captain for South Sydney. I think he'll be an origin captain as well. He's just an absolute weapon. You talk about players that are underrated. I think he's slightly underrated. Not too much. Not too underrated, but he is slightly underrated for the things that he can do. Uh, Cameron Murray, and I think he's definitely going to be um, an origin captain in the future. Depending on how long Dalfin Nukin plays, I think he'll be an origin captain for the Blues as well. Nathan Cleary, for sure, I think he'll be a future origin captain for the Blues. Talking about the Maroons, um, after the Daly Cherry Evans stint at captain, when if Ch- Cherry Evans retires in the near future... Um, you could argue Munster. I don't know with all these scandals that are happening. If he keeps that 
uh, under wraps, I think he'd be a good one to pick. Um, he really takes knows how to take that side around the park, so I think he'd be a great choice there at captain. Um, Josh Papali, he comes to mind. Again, I've been mentioning him a lot. He is just a classy front rower. Um, uh, depending on how long Valentine Holmes has got, he'd be another one, but he wouldn't be that high up as those other guys I mentioned before. Uh, just Tino. Tino would be a good one as well. Um, when we're talking about maybe four or five years down the track, he'd be a great one as well for future captains for Origin. Spencer Rowe underscore one. Big Spenny, sponsored by Nike. Um, Murray or Brandon Smith? I'm assuming you mean Cameron Murray, and I'm going to have to go for Cameron Murray. I think he's an absolute weapon. Brandon Smith is a really talented uh, hooker slash back uh, slash lock, sorry, but uh, if you're making me pick here, I'm going to have to go Cameron Murray. He is an absolute freak, and it's not because I'm a South supporter. It's because Cameron Murray is a goat. Another question here from Harry A. Barnes. What is your dream forward pack? I'd have to go Payne Haas and James Fisher-Harris in the front row. Um, depending on if you mean all time. I'm, I want to do current. I'm going to do current. I'm going to make it fair and do current. Uh, in the back row, I would have to go with Angus Crichton. Uh, and Cameron Murray. And then at lock, Victor Radley. That would be my dream. Um, forward pack that just tear up that that would that forward pack would tear up teams while slightly over the cap it would just tear tear rip and tear uh it'd be a sick forward pack there that's definitely my dream forward pack um around the ball here has asked a question make sure you go follow uh around the ball on instagram at around the ball rl uh he said is youngy of around the ball fame, the best winger slash fullback in the country, hundred percent, mate. I'm, just, I'm assuming you're talking about yourself. You probably are, son. You probably are. Back yourself. That's what I like to see. A bit of that, a bit of that confidence, you know. Um, another question here from Harry A. Barnes. What do you think about the new seventeenth team? Uh, Dolphins, I think, are going to be really, uh, definitely ones to watch. Obviously, you got Wayne Bennett as the coach. Um, you've got Peter O'Sullivan as the recruitment manager, so they could sign some really talented players over the next few weeks. Uh, and I think just having Wayne Bennett there, they're going to uh, really do well at a, uh, at recruiting not only players, but a, a solid coaching staff and trainers and uh, into that club. So it is going to be really awesome to see. Uh, Southboyhappy.75ER. Ladder prediction. I know it's a bit early, but yeah. Um, ladder prediction. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Storm first on the ladder, but I don't think they win the premiership. I'll have to go Roosters second, Penrith third, um, Manly fourth. Just thinking off the top of my head. Um, Sharkies five, Para six. Um, depending on how well that Newcastle go without Mitchell Pierce, um, and then depending on if they get Brooksy, I'd say that Knights would be. What am I up to? So I did Melbourne first, 
Roosters second, Penrith third, Manly fourth. Um, what else did I do? Fuck, I, I forget, I'm forgetting what I'm picking, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'd say Para fifth, Newcastle. No, I'm not going to pick Newcastle. I reckon Sharky sixth. Um, seventh, I'm going to go for a bit of a smoky. I'm going to say Brisbane seventh. And then at eighth, South. So I'm going to say South's come eighth. I reckon they just make the eight. So there you go. Uh, that is my little smoky ladder prediction. Uh, Forever Brisbane Broncos. What is it like being the best looking content creator on the planet? Mate, it is a tough gig, but you know, um, that's probably why I'm getting all the listeners. I hit a thousand listeners uh, on Monday. They probably think that I'm just the sexiest guy on the planet. And I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it, Forever Brisbane Broncos. Make sure you go follow Forever Brisbane Broncos on Instagram. Um, Forever Brisbane Broncos. No spaces, no capital letters. Go chuck them a follow. The short ball underscore. Make sure you go give the short ball a follow as well at the short ball underscore on Instagram. He asks, why is the bald man so fucking sexy? He is. He's just like the sexiest man on the planet. I don't know what it is. He's like a Jason Statham of podcast of well, I wouldn't say podcasting uh, but he is this Jason Statham of footy pages he just doesn't have you know the, the hair on the sides that makes him look like a sexy motherfucker but he still is he still manages to pull it off he still manages to be one of the sexiest guys on the planet ft.broads why are you the best cafe tacos player um i don't know mate i'm just super duper talented um, no one on that Cafe Taco side is on my level. Uh, no, I'm joking. There, there are some pretty smoky, uh, pretty talented guys in that team. Um, but, you know, I am the best. Um, thank you, FT Brods. I will take that compliment. And finally, the last question here from Jack underscore Carney 05. Thoughts on Connor Watson? Um, so I've told you guys that we touch on this guy a bit later. I will get into it now. Connor Watson, he is going to be very interesting to see in 2022, depending on where he plays, whether he plays at nine, whether he plays at six, whether he plays at 14. Um, personally, I see him at nine replacing Sam Verrills. I think that it is going to be... I would have to say, well, just from the season he had, Drew Hutchinson or Sam Walker at 5'8". It's going to be a tough season for those two. It's going to be a real fight for that six spot. But it will be either Sam Walker or Drew Hutchinson at six, Luke Keary at seven or vice versa. Uh, and then, obviously, Connor Watson at nine. Um, but, look, I reckon if he plays nine, he'll go all right. I think he does need to work on the passes out of dummy half a bit. Um, those were a bit 50-50 in 2021 when he did end up playing at that nine spot. I do really rate Connor Watson, though. I think he's a really talented football. Got plenty of ta- uh, plenty of footy left in him, uh, and I think he's going to be fantastic. And he's going to prove to be a really good signing there for the Sydney Roosters. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for listening to all those questions. Thank you for putting in all the questions as well. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one.